Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Christina McKeon. Christina is the founder of The Elephant Project, a philanthropic toy company that has helped save hundreds of elephants worldwide by donating 100% of its net proceeds to global elephant rescue efforts. To date, Christina and The Elephant Project have helped aid in the rescue and protection of hundreds of elephants while fostering numerous orphaned elephants, increasing family education around the ethical and physical complexities of elephant tourism, and delighting children over the world with her adorable Save Us branded collection of plushies. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Christina. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be included. Well, first off, Christina, why do you do what you do? Well, I originally saw a baby elephant in the streets of Bangkok over about 20 years ago. And that was just kind of one of those moments where I was like, this is not okay. I need to help them. Um, I felt really compelled to do something to make a difference for them. Uh, It was before social media or anything like that. So I started protesting circuses and, you know, trying to align myself with other groups that were also helping elephants. Um, and then I, I rescued a, a German shepherd once and, and the people that helped me get her adopted was, they were like, you need to do something more. You're in Santa Barbara. There's a lot of resources. I was like, you're right. And so I saw my kids playing with stuffed animals and thought that's what I'll do. Um, I had, a, um, background in design from the gap. And so I created a stuffed animal to create awareness and funds for elephants globally and launched it in 2017. And it's kind of just hit the ground running and really appreciative of all the support that I've gotten in press. And it's given me a lot of um, great confidence that a lot of people want to help too. So that's originally how that all kind of came about. And tell me about your recent trip to Thailand before we started recording. You said you just got back a couple of days ago. Yes. So I, one of the groups that I support is the Elephant Nature Park in Chiang Mai, Thailand. And it's really important because they're an incredible group of people and they've rescued hundreds of elephants along with, you know, they have 2000 cats, a thousand dogs and monkeys and um, kind of every animal you can imagine. But um you know, a lot of people don't realize that riding elephants is not um, really ethical. They, in order to ride them, they have to go through this horrible experience called the crush box, where they literally abuse them for 24 hours until their spirits are crushed and you're able to go on elephant rides. They are not animals that can be naturally domesticated. Um, so I went to Thailand. Um, I'd been there before, but I hadn't visited Lek and her team at Elephant Nature Park. And it was just amazing to see all these elephants that had horrible pasts and now are living beautiful lives. And also I had recently created a baby stuffed animal, um, a baby elephant named Chaba after the real live baby elephant Chaba that was rescued um, in 2021 with her mother, Bunma, who was chained um, and not doing well. And so it was just kind of a full circle moment that, you know, these animals could be rehabilitated and there were amazing places for them to go and also create awareness as much as I can to help them because they're really on the ground fighting for them. And I'm so, there's such, it was such an honor to be there. 
Well, I've got a lot of ignorance in this area, so I want to ask you another question is, can these mm-hmm. rehabilitated elephants, can they be introduced, reintroduced into the wild? Or is like some animals, I know whales, for example, it's very difficult to get them reintroduced into the wild. Um, you know, there are some efforts in Africa that that can do that, have been able to be a little bit more successful with that. The Asian elephants projects that I visited, it's really not, um, you know, since they were raised in these camps and their food was given to them and that sort of thing. It's really hard for them to be on their own. And also they form relationships with, they, they always, the female elephants like to be in herds. So they'll form relationships with the elephants that are also rehabilitated there. So, you know, they've given them a ton of land to roam and they go on their same journey every day. It's really beautiful, but most of them cannot be let out into like a wild situation. It's also really not safe for them just for the human um, animal animal conflict issues also. So there are, you know, some great, amazing ethical sanctuaries there. And there's some really, there are some not, which I put on my website. Um, So it's just really important to be careful about which ones you visit also. And when you say sanctuaries, is there there also a call for let's call it say that the privatization of some of these elephants that so that that if there's ownership in some cases, uh, people take care of them. For example, the buffalo in the United States were almost completely extinct, but because now that that they've been uh, not domesticated but put in in more private lands, they've begin begun to thrive again. So, is there any movement toward that? Well, I think the sanctuaries are probably the best option for that. Um, you know, elephants are have such a different need where they need to be with companions and they kind of need a routine. And so I would say it's really difficult unless you really know what you're doing to kind of um, rehome an elephant unless you have a, a lot of land and, you know, have a team to do that. So the sanctuaries are the Elephant Nature Park, Save Elephant Nation, um, Save Elephant, um, the park, Karen Foster program. There's there's a bunch that have done an incredible job of um, taking these elephants from rides and circuses and and creating really amazing lives for them. What about what's the best way to to help protect elephants that are still in the wild? Um, well, you know those. I don't think like individuals um, can help protect it. I think not supporting the industries that are taking them um, and capturing them and selling them, which are the circuses, the zoos, the elephant rides. I think once that, um, that people don't support those type of organizations, then the demand for them to go and take them from the wild will sort of decrease. Um, I think that's the biggest issue with the Asian elephants with the elephants in Africa. Of course, it's, poaching and it's also ivory so of course do not support any materials made with ivory or you know trophy hunting or any of those sorts of things um you know there's also a lot of groups that i work with that are on the ground making sure that the animal um, human conflict in those countries is also um you know working really well so i think that's the biggest one is don't support the groups that are capturing these elephants and making them perform things. And also like taking selfies with elephants or having them paint you a picture or something like that is also elephants don't naturally do those things, types of things. So if it looks weird or not, not natural, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's, I guess it's good that there are so many now substitutes for um, ivory and, and, and things like that, that can be substituted in. And, the, but I guess there, is there still a, a call for, for natural ivory that people want? I, I w- wasn't even aware that that was still a thing. Um, not necessarily in this country. In other countries, it's more of an issue. In China, I know that it has become an issue. Um, 
So, you know, I think just education is the most important thing. Most people that I talk to, they're like, oh, I, that was on my bucket list to ride an elephant. Or I had this, I was visiting somewhere and this elephant painted me a beautiful picture. And I'm like this, I, you know, I understand like your desire was actually not ethical or humane. And, and so um, that's really important to, to teach everybody about that. And Christina, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, mm-hmm. who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? Um, definitely Leck Chilert of the Elephant Nature Park. She is such an amazing um, person. She was raised in a riding camp and, um, you know, was disowned by her family and left and to create this own sanctuary. So I love everything that she's done. She got Time Magazine's Asian Hero of the Year, and she deserves all the accolades that to come her way. She's, she cares so much about the elephants and you can tell that when you're at the park that they have such respect for her as well. And I just am amazed at how, how much work she's done. And she's this tiny little woman with such great power. And it's a great example to everybody that one person can make a difference. And Christina, lastly, how can somebody contact you? Well, lots of ways. You can always email me at info at theelephantproject.com. And my website is theelephantproject.com. And Instagram, it's theelephantprojectofficial. All right. And we will put a link to theelephantproject.com in the show notes. Christina McKeon, thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thanks, Ed. I really appreciate it. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.